Welcome to another episode of The Postscript, uh, a weekly podcast and YouTube series by Living Faith Bible Institute. I'm Pastor Brandon Briscoe, and I'm here with a, a dear friend of mine, Mark Trotter. Uh, and we're, we've been having conversations for the last couple of weeks about uh, crazy ministry stories and how God has uh, used experiences in Pastor Mark's life uh, to to mold and shape him into the man of God uh, that he's become, and, and we're really grateful for him. Um, and so today we're going to have a conversation about the series of books that Pastor Mark has been writing, and so we'll get right into that. Pastor Mark Trotter, hey man. Hey, it's good to see you again, Welcome man. back again, right? Yeah, thank you. Um, so uh, just to get... I never change clothes. Isn't it weird <laughs> that we just... Are constantly wearing the same clothes. I know. Strange. It's it's. Fun, I think people man. figured it out. You reckon? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> um, hey, so so you write books? Uh, God, you never. I probably thought that you'd be doing that. It, never in a million years. But man, I'm so I'm so thankful uh, that you've been writing books, and so we've been partnering together. I've I've had the privilege of being uh, working with Living Faith Books, uh, who's who's helped in a small way make sure that um, some of the stuff that you the guys use you to write gets published. Let me just interrupt you. No. Okay, so that was a, the biggest lie ever, that a little part that you have played. Dude, I want to say publicly that had you not stepped into this whole thing, that first book would still not be out. And so, dude... I appreciate your spirit, your humility, the the joy that you have in being able to help another brother well, that doesn't have a whole lot going on. And you have just been exactly, my, my wife and I have just said it over and over, you are exactly what we needed, when we needed it. And so praise be to the Lord, but I'm glad that he found a humble servant to well, use. Yeah, praise God. It's, it is, it's my joy. But since uh, the show is about me interviewing you, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, we're gonna stop that. Uh, but it is a joy, and Living Faith Books is a joy, and we are hoping that, that it's not just your books that we publish; sure. that we continue to help <laughs> other pastors uh, publish faith-based material. Amen. Uh, that that holds to a faith-based perspective of God's word; that it's that was it's been divinely inspired and passed down, uh, and and that we have a version of Scripture that we can trust. That there, that perspective is rare in Christian literature today, and so we want to make sure that that that, that type of writing gets propagated. So to to get to to what you've written, uh, we've got we've published three of your books uh, over the last two years, I guess. Well, two year, years actually, it's been a year, it hasn't was it? Last okay, year volume this time. one came out uh, mm-hmm. last year. Uh, and then we, volume two came out mid-year. Right. And then now the third book, uh, Keys of, of Bible Study. And we'll talk about that in a minute. Walk us through the first uh, book that you wrote, or the first two books you wrote, volume one and volume two of 52 Weeks of Pursuit. Explain what that book is and, and why you believe it has value. Yeah. Okay. So uh, the genesis of all of that was actually back in 2003 um, and... I'm almost embarrassed to say that back then uh, we uh, everybody was going gaga about 40 Days of Purpose, uh, written by the guy from Orange County. Right. 
And uh, so, you know, we, we were King James people, you know, and so what we did is we just, uh, we, you know, we used it as a midweek thing for our life groups. And, you know, we would print out the King James for all of the verses and, right. and all of that. And it, much to my surprise, people were kind of, you know, gaga about it. Mm. And uh, by the time it was all over, it was ticking me off, you know, that, you know, we're all gaga about, you know, some dude writing about this. And man, why don't we get gaga about the Bible? And so we were doing this in the fall of 2003, I think it was, and coming into 2004. And so I, I told our people in New Philadelphia then, I said, you know, yeah, we did that. But man, why don't we just do 52 weeks of purpose? Mm-hmm. And uh, I said, in, in fact, why don't we just call it 52 weeks of pursuit and let's just pursue God through his word. And if you'll be willing to do that, man, I'll, I'll put together a few little notes that can kind of help us on a daily basis. And so I did that and oh my goodness, man. Uh, I'm trying to do something that has something that makes a little sense while I'm counseling, administrating, studying, you know, doing everything else. That was a long, hard year, man. And was it, so was it billed as a reading plan? Yes. So it was, it was basically, it's the same reading plan that we're using now. Okay, but it was, oh, yeah, it was a mess, you know. I mean, I'm writing this on the fly. Never felt good about it. But fast forward uh, about uh, 13 years, 12 years after that, uh, this door had opened in Malawi, Africa. Mm. And... So, uh, which I want to leave space to talk about. So we'll come back to Malawi because it's a huge part of your ministry. Yes, for sure. And so, as I began this process of training pastors, part of my plan was we we got to take them from Genesis to Revelation somewhere in this training. And so, I kind of took the reading plan from back in two thousand four, and began to write it with the the pastors in mind there so that they, you know, and uh, I don't want to diss them because these are great brothers. They've not had the luxury of a lot of education. So most of them are on about a sixth grade reading level. And so I'm trying to bring them from Genesis to Revelation, making this as simple as I possibly could make it, and yet it still have meat. Right. And so now what is volume one and volume two of the 52 Weeks of Pursuit was actually written for the training the Malawi pastors and bringing them through. So obviously, since it I write it in English, it gets translated into Chichewa, which is the language in Malawi. I mean, that resource is sitting there. I gave heart and soul to try to make this something that would be of benefit to our brothers there. And uh, so, lo and behold, through Living Faith Books, uh, the connection with you guys, 
Uh, it has actually become a resource that, uh, much to my surprise, is being used in a, a lot of individuals and a lot yeah. of churches in our fellowship and beyond. And, uh, you know, I'm blown away by all of that. But that's how it started with, yeah. you know, something basic uh, and then turned into something a little... Uh, it, it's still, uh, I, again, I, I think the if there's anything that's cool about it, it's that it's not so heady that the common man can't... Uh, stay between the right white lines, get some of the prophetic applications as you're going through being able to see Christ all the way through the Old Testament. because And that was yeah. part of the most fun that I had in, in the whole thing is, you know, Jesus talks about in, in John 5, he's talking to the leaders and uh, of the his day, the Pharisees, and he's saying, you know, you guys are all gaga about you know Moses. Why don't you go read Moses? Mm-hmm. And obviously, he's talking Genesis, sure. Exodus a little bit because Numbers, Deuteronomy. He says because Moses wrote of me. Yeah, and you know what? Yeah, yeah. Where is that? And of course, it's in that prophetic application, and so all the way through. Uh, it was just kind of cool to, in writing that, look for where is Christ? An every daily reading. And every daily has through the whole Old Testament. And so yeah. just to, to lay out the format of the book, just to explain it, the format of the book is like you'd find in a, in a daily reading plan that you could download off the internet, scriptures broken down into chunks. Uh, read these uh, three chapters, read these four chapters. And then unlike most reading plans, there is um, a commentary of sorts uh, that, that follows, that gives insight. Because, you know, I, I mean, even just a couple weeks ago, I'm, I was reading Daniel. And, um, and and it's been part of my daily reading. And there's stuff in there sometimes that's still really difficult for me to understand. And, and to have another voice uh, helping me along, I, I, I checked out volume, uh, I guess, volume two. Daniel's in volume two. And I went through, and I, was, I wonder what Mark has to say. And it was beneficial to me. It clarified some Hallelujah. things. So praise God. <laughs> but I think the, the the beauty of it is that it is it is fairly simple to read. That someone that's new to the scriptures can read it and understand it. But it also has enough meat, where if um, if you desire to have a deeper understanding of prophecy or uh, a, a stronger understanding of eschatology or dispensations, this prof- provides that structure. That is a platform for more study, which is very encouraging for a, uh, for a new Bible study per- person or someone who's been around the block, and uh, and so I think it's a great tool. And well, we praise the Lord. And we use it. It's it's uh, in LFBI. We use it in the uh, intro to the Old Testament, New Testament classes. Those four semesters, it's a part of the reading assignments, and so it's a it's a great asset, and it gives great insight into to the to the flow, the chronology, the narrative of Scripture. Well, I'm humbled by that. I, I really am. And uh, praise the Lord that uh, that it's out and it's done. And yeah, it's a relief. <laughs> yes. Um, but you're not done writing. We'll talk about that here in a minute too. But but the most recent book um, that Living Faith Books has, has put out of Mark's is this one. This is the one we want to talk about, The Keys of Bible Study. The subtitle on the book is Unlocking Scripture in an Age of Forgotten Truth, which is... The age in which we live is the is the age of forgotten truth, and and I really do believe that that 
that this book is unique to 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 twenty twenty, right? The the year in which we're in, this book is a unique uh, book because what this book basically supposes is that we can for ourselves understand how to get treasure out of God's word without going to the gurus who you mentioned in previous <laughs> podcasts, go, going and finding the gurus to give us little nuggets and, and you know, we're, we're leeching off of someone else's or getting the gleanings, the crumbs off of someone else's table. We can get it for ourselves. And there's simple, basic principles that we can use to, to learn God's word for ourselves. So tell us a little bit about this book, where it came from, and and how we have it now in book form, how it came to us. Yeah, so uh, I, I when I left New Philly, I became uh, the teaching pastor at a, a church in Columbus, Ohio, uh, Northwest Bible Church, and uh, and you know I, at that point I had no idea what God was doing. Why was He moving me out of New Philadelphia, man? I I thought I was either going to croak there or be raptured from there, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, and, and so I, I felt like. God was moving me, uh, and so I, I went to this church, and uh, again, you know, just the, what God was doing in my life at that time, uh, I started this men's ministry. It was called Man Up, and it was like a men's retreat That's every Saturday. That's a perfect Saturday. name for a man's, men's <laughs> ministry, by the way. It's, and I didn't know. cop it from anybody else. I, I see it <laughs> everywhere now, but... Uh, uh, in fact, the strength coach for Ohio State was helping me move in when I, when I was moving. Yeah, big old boy, a man's man. And yes, and so we were holding this big piece of furniture, and I, I said, hey, "Hold up, just a let me just change my hand." And he says, "Dude, man up!" And I'm <laughs> I had never heard it, man. I'm like, "Dude, that is awesome! I'm gonna cop that." You know? <laughs> so anyway, it, but that. Uh, and then I did this Wednesday night uh, deeper Bible study called Word Strong, mm-hmm. uh, and that it was there that the door to Malawi opened, mm-hmm. and so all three of those components uh, have come together to this new world that I'm in. But all of that to bring it back to this in Word Strong, where we started was with the keys of Bible study, and so this was the first time uh, you know I, I have been influenced by the same group that has influenced a lot of us in the Living Faith Fellowship. But it was the first time that I was ever really in a place where I was teaching uh, the rules of Bible study, as sometimes they're called, or the principles of Bible study. And so when I uh, sat down to do this as a part of WordStrong, I uh, had just... I've been using these principles for the last 20 years, and this was the first time that I was going to try to organize it into a way to teach it to other people. So that, again, that was... So in all your years of ministry, you had never really taught it this way. No. You, you, you practiced it. I, oh, yes, I learned the it. value of the principles. Yes, but, and, and I taught it the way that other people had taught it. But I was like, you know, okay, I've been doing this for a lot of years, and I probably wouldn't lay it out the way that I've taught it in the past. And so, in fact, I was in Malawi at the time. I took the day off 
I sat at this place where the view is unbelievable and just had a piece of paper and just started lining it out. How would I do this after practicing these principles all these years? So I taught that in Word Strong, and then the door uh, was opening wider in terms of formalizing this training in Malawi. And uh, so I started teaching this to the pastors over there. And so once again, we're trying to get resources into their hands. And so this is, this is basically for the pastors in Malawi so they can actually have it in their own language. And again, since I'm writing in English, if it can be a tool that God's people can use here, right. then praise the Lord. You're letting the English speakers double dip. <laughs> exactly. We appreciate that. <laughs> um, now, so essentially, this is a hermeneutical approach to Scripture, which um, in other other podcasts, we've talked about, about hermeneutics uh, um, in, in brevity. But basically, can you walk us through the keys that you present here and and why they are a we as we see uh, a faith-based approach to hermeneutics yeah um and, and it all does start with a faith-based view of the bible mm-hmm. uh I, I mentioned on a previous podcast i think it was several weeks ago it may have been last week that uh it, that was a turning point in my life when I actually held the Bible in my hand and believed that I was holding the Word of God. Mm-hmm. I had no idea what that was going to actually do for me because, again, the authority was outside of myself, and so I didn't have to go to the Greek and the Hebrew or check in with the gurus. I can just tell you, I don't have the capacity. And, and, and at this stage of the game, I don't have enough life to become some Hebrew scholar or Greek scholar. And I question people who think that they are, yeah. uh, you know, especially with, you know, two years of Greek and Hebrew and going to correct the Bible and all of that. But there's this, this, there's identifiable principles of Bible study in the Bible. How about that? Mm-hmm. That God gave to us what we need to be able to understand His Bible in these key principles, and so that those are the things that are, are contained in here. Yeah. And uh, you know, uh, one of the the key things uh, about this book, in my mind, it may be the more most boring chapter, but to me, it's the most important, and it's the first one, and where we talk about the key of David. Mm-hmm. The church in the Philadelphian church in Revelation, mm-hmm. the Philadelphian church period, they had the key of David, and he says it opens doors that no man can shut, shuts doors that no man can open, and with that key... It unlocks the treasure of God's word and it unlocks the treasure in the work of the Lord, in the field of the Lord. And so all of this really flows out of that first chapter in terms of 
the key of David, which God entrusts to people who have that key ingredient that was found in David's life. He loved God, but he loved God because he loved the word of God. And so it all starts with loving God and then those basic principles, or loving the word of God, those basic principles as you apply those and the Bible just becomes a new book. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and and I think you do a, a great job of explaining uh, the key of David, which is a concept that before actually I met you, I had never heard that term. Maybe I, I had, and I just didn't, wasn't familiar with it's it. It's not talked about a lot. No, it's not. And and I think it, it what it does is it does create a platform um, to help us understand that that there are keys. Uh, that give us access to things. Without keys, you don't get access. Amen. And so just some of the the, the principles, the keys that you present, um, you talk about the key of David, David, the key of theme, the key of divisions, the key of context, the key of comparison, the key of application, the key of words, the key of consistency, the key of association, the key of apparent contradictions, the key of literality, and then you wrap it up with a chapter on unlocking it all and, and making it make it really practical. Now, now all of that might sound daunting, right? Uh, you know, the, the key of comparison, right? It, it so- sounds maybe daunting initially, but you do a, a really good job of making it um, applicable. You great, give great stories, give great examples. And so I don't think that anyone that reads this will feel like an outsider. Oh, man. Which I, you hate. That I, idea. I do. And and again, written with the Malawians in mind. Sure. With a, most of them, sixth to eighth grade education. Sure. But I think the truth is, many of the books that present uh, a traditional or a literal view of Scripture, a hermeneutic for that, are books that are maybe 50 or 60 years old. And a lot of them are very academic in nature. And so yes. someone who's got an education background, uh, who's familiar with the language of academics, someone who's familiar with theology might pick one of those books up and say, wow, that was a fantastic tool. But I think the beauty is that I, I really believe in this as being a tool that anyone can use. And I'm sure that's your heart as well. It, it is the desire, so praise the Lord. <laughs> yeah. Um, and with that said, uh, this semester we're offering hermeneutics in, in LFBI, so that's a class uh, that we're offering in LFBI, and this, uh, I believe, will be one of the required readings for the class. It's also a required reading for uh, D2, second semester, uh, Discipleship 2, which is the next level of discipleship in our ministry. And so this is a great tool. I'm really thankful for it. Yeah. Well, again, thank you for your help and for your encouraging words. Well, absolutely. So uh, we got one more episode in us, and so please come back next week. Uh, as I continue interviewing Mark Trotter about his ministry. In the meantime, uh, visit marktrotter.tv if you're interested in any of uh, Mark's books, uh, Volume 1, Volume 2, Keys uh, of Bible Study. Now, you can actually get these as a bundle. That's a new thing. We're offering the bundle (laughs) package. You can get all all of his books together. Uh, But they're at a really good price. And, And again, these are tools that we really believe in. So if you do have interest, visit marktrotter.tv. If you're interested in any of the Living Faith books, you can visit lffellowship.com and visit the Living Faith books portion of our website. If you have questions about LFBI, please visit lfbi.org. 
we would love for you to, to check out our Bible Institute and consider whether or not God is calling you to a life of ministry leadership. Uh, maybe God's put a call in your life towards missions or the pastorate. Uh, give us an opportunity to show you uh, what it is that we believe in and whether or not this is a tool that, that you could use in your life as well. Join us at our Bible Institute. But we want to thank you for, for being with us, and we'll see you next week on another episode of The Postscript.